What's up, guys? Welcome to Kind of Funny Games Daily for Thursday, June 6th, 2019, a.k.a. Gia Harris's birthday. Go wish her a happy, happy birthday. Happy birthday, Gia. Gia Tap Harris on Twitter. Be nice to her. Um, I'm Tim Geddes, joined by the lovely, the beautiful Andy Cortez. Hey, guys. Good morning, everybody. It's a beautiful Thursday morning. We're here kicking it in San Francisco. Kevin Coelho was laughing earlier. I don't know why, but it made me giggle whenever I see him giggle. Because Tim did this weird hand motion. I did thing. a weird. I did oh, a weird. Yeah, okay, yeah. Got it, got it. I did it here. I, I want to give a shout out to Kevin's coughing throughout the day that's been happening because it's the type of cough where it's like he's not sick. He's just forgetting how to breathe correctly. Is no, it the no, open no. mouth cough? I, I'm sick. Like there's something the, wrong. With my throat. <laughs> there's something wrong with my throat, and I regret not taking a mucinic before yeah, leaving today. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. Uh, also, you spent all of yesterday crying, and no one made a big deal about it. But um, I cough a couple times. So Andy, number one games journalist. What's up, guys? How's we got going? we got you here for an important day. The day one. Of E3, someone wanted You're running call. out of time. You know like, I mean? I'm on the clock right now. <laughs> yeah, I mean? yeah. yeah. So press conference number one, Google yeah. Stadia. Fresh mm -hmm. out the gate. We we watched it. The watch along uh, that we did will be going live on YouTube.com slash kind of funny games very soon. Uh, it's uploading now. You just made a thumbnail for it. I made mm -hmm. the metadata. That's what I call tag team effort. Wow, wow. Man, lots of lots of uh, combination co-op. Yes, exactly. Uh, today we are talking about Google Stadia, <laughs> Capcom News, and THQ Nordic. Uh, but first, let's do some housekeeping here. Thick Nordic. Oh. Like that? Yeah, I did. Great. I did. Great. Kind of funny games showcase for E3. We just saw the first cut of it. It looks fantastic. I'm very excited about it. Roger Percorny editing it. Uh, he is a mastermind on the ones and twos, if the ones and twos were... Adobe Premiere. Premiere mouse yeah. and keyboard. Exactly. M&K, say that. The, the M&K, baby. Yeah. Uh, Monday, June 10th at 4.30 p.m. Pacific time. 60-plus indie games. You can check them all out on YouTube.com slash games. It's going to be really, really, really fun time. That'll be in between the two conferences that day, in between Ubisoft and Square Enix. Um, obviously, we're going to be doing pre-shows, watch-alongs, and post-show analysis Bobby. of all of the, the press conferences. That includes um, Xbox... And Bethesda on Sunday, that includes Yubi and Square on Monday, and that includes Nintendo on Tuesday. Uh, thank you to our Patreon producers, Daniel Macy, Blackjack, Colton Yoder, and Mohammed Mohammed. Y'all made this show happen. Thank you for that. Colton today, Colton Yoder. Um, uh, can we? Can me and Nick? I know we're not doing a, a live stream reaction to you guys doing mm -hmm. the showcase. Can me and Nick just do a showcase? Wait. Like uh, like us reacting to the showcase. Wait, we we can do a live stream reaction to the showcase. That wouldn't make sense. <laughs> we can. Though, it's like it'd be cool if it was just a couple of dudes eating some pizza. You know, I chewing into a microphone. That'd be really cool. Honestly, <laughs> you guys should definitely <laughs> definitely do that. Um, today we're brought to you by Hims and Omaha Steaks, but we'll tell you all about that later because we got a lot going on today. All right. Yeah. Uh, we got one, two, three, four, five, six news stories today. Wow. <laughs> it's a, it's a baker's dozen. I, what? That's, that's not, <laughs> there's there, so much dead air there. Shouldn't there be a whole thing before that? It's time for some news. No, but like the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. Okay, you know, I, I didn't fuck up. All right. I fucked up, but then I feel like there you should have rolled that, with the it. The four seconds of dead air felt I, like three guess years. What? I have I have cues that I listen for, and I'm copying and pasting. I'm going it. straight to IGN here. Jonathan Dornbush uh, did a beautiful write up that kind of took the entire Google Stadia uh, Connect announcement. Into one little article. What's Shout up, Eric? Shout out to the bush. Um, so get in here. I'm gonna I'm gonna read it 
so you guys can get up to date if you didn't watch along with us. Google has unveiled more details about its Stadia streaming platform. And while we don't have a firm Google Stadia release date just yet, we know a lot more than we did after the Google Stadia reveal. Event, Thank God. <laughs> including how much it will cost at launch, what month it's set to debut in, and what games players can expect from the streaming service. As revealed during the Google Stadia Connect, Stadia will launch in November 2019 exclusively via the Stadia Founders Edition bundle available for pre-order on the Google Store. Read on for everything you need to know, and guess what? You don't need to because I'm going to read for you. Well, do it, Tim. Do Stadia it will be available in November, and the only way it launched to access the cloud-based service will be via the Founders Edition. Google will, will reveal more details in the future about how players can access Stadia in 2020 and beyond, or beyond the Founders Edition. Stadia will be available in 14 countries with the Founders Edition, United States, Canada, UK, Ireland, France, Germany, Italy, Spain, Netherlands, Belgium, Denmark, Sweden, Norway, and Finland. More regions will be added in 2020, according to Google. Um, I imagine that Australia will be one of the later ones because their internet is really bad. Yeah, not not that good. They're going to be streaming at 240p. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I saw Panda must tweet about it. Oh, yeah. He's like, we don't have Stadia yet. But I did just have a giant huntsman spider crawl on my wall or some shit like that. Take the that. good, take the bad. <laughs> Australia, baby. Um, so Google Stadia will be available at launch on the following platforms. Desktop via Chrome browser. TVs with a Chromecast plugged in. Tablets and Google phones. Specifically, the Pixel 3 and Pixel 3a. Yeah, with what up? other what phones up? to come at a later <laughs> Pixel gang, baby. Here are the details on the Google Stadia Founders Edition. Currently available for pre-order, the Founders Edition will cost 129 US dollars and includes the following. A limited edition night blue controller, Chromecast Ultra that normally retails for $69.99, three-month Stadia Pro subscription, the first chance to claim a Stadia name, and one three-month buddy pass to give Stadia Pro to a friend. I love that they added that name thing in there because they know people's oh, the, oh, inclination yeah. where they're just like, oh, I need my name. Yeah. Smart move on their this. part. Yeah. Because yeah. I feel like with when any social networking platform opens up, people would uh, like would likely pay to get in there first mm-hmm. and make sure that to get their name. Noob Master 69 is available. You know? Exactly. Exactly. That's the, that, the, that, that's the what it was called in Thor, right? Yeah. It was. That's what it was called. Yeah. Okay, yeah, cool. yeah. Um, what do you think about that pricing and everything? Uh, I think it's I think it's smart. I like the one month buddy pass thing. I think three that's a, a, no. Well, it's three month of pro and then the one month buddy pass, right? No, yes. Yeah. Oh, for sorry, sorry, sorry. Three month three Stadia month. Pro subscription. One three month buddy pass. Oh, one get. month. One three month. Uh, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, I think that's great. I think it's a really cool sort of intro introductory offer. Um, the uh, Stadia Pro, that's 4K, 60 frames, mm-hmm. the whole shebang. The whole shebang. You need 35 megabits per second like to kind of run it at you know most optimally or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, again, we talked about this in our reactions. I'm intrigued. Um, I think this is a kind of neat entry point into this sort of market. Obviously, this isn't the first streaming platform that's ever existed, but for Google to kind of uh, come out this strong... With such a low monthly price rate, uh, what did the leak say? Would that say fourteen ninety nine? Well, see, the problem is there was Canadian stuff in the leak. Oh, and it gets got really it. Confusing. Right? Yeah, so let's just yeah. talk about the facts. Gotcha, you know I mean? gotcha. They, so just looking at because seeing just ten, the founders seeing edition, ten bucks a month was kind of shocking to me. I yeah. expected it to be at least fifteen. Yeah. yeah. At the same time, it, it's interesting to me what that ten dollars a month gets you because I assumed that there would have been more of a focus on more games, like a catalog of games you could play. Mm-hmm. Whereas it sounds like right now, at least, it's Destiny two. Mm-hmm. And then you have to buy games from there. But just looking at the Founders Edition, I feel like this is 
a, a very smart price point, very mm-hmm. uh, good entry point to get people excited for multiple reasons. I think it's important to have hardware, the controller, that people can wrap their minds around. Because right now, video games as a cloud service still isn't something people get in the same way that mm-hmm. years ago, Netflix was a video rental service, right? And they understood that you all would get a physical disc in the mail and you, you have a back. tangible, you know, piece of controller that looks similar to any other controller your son or daughter might have. You yeah. Know? And I remember during that time when uh, there was the when Netflix first started doing its streaming stuff, like it wasn't named Netflix. It was uh, it split and it, it started a new service. I forgot what it was called. Um, but Netflix was the sending things away. It was still owned by Netflix, but they they had whatever their streaming service was. And I remember people being like, "You're expecting me to stream videos? Like it takes me a day to download an MP3. Like yeah. you're crazy for that." And look where we are now, right? Um, I feel like with with this, it's having a controller and having a price associated with it is a good way to just trick people's minds into being like, "Oh, this is a real. This is a video game console. This yeah. is a platform that I, I'm investing in." Um, on top of that, the three month buddy pass is brilliant. It's you know for the people that are skeptical, it's giving them a chance, a demo to be like, "Oh, I need this in my life." If it if it works the way that they're yeah. they're saying it's going to, um, and the the Chromecast Ultra, I mean that's seventy dollars, right? And the controller that has to have a price to it. So one thirty, I feel is uh, it's a good deal. You know, I feel like there's no gouging there. Um, I think one thirty is worth it enough just for the name. <laughs> just yeah, to get in there, just get, get your new Master sixty nine. Yeah. Oh wait, are you so gonna the, do it then? So then maybe we could just get kind of funny because everything is vids everywhere. Uh, that, that, no, then we have to just commit to vids. That that one that one lady just keeps tweeting, man. She's, she just she's keeps, still active. She just keeps tweeting. It's unlike the person who owns Andy Cortez, who hasn't used it since like two thousand eight or whatever. And if you haven't seen Andy Cortez, do yourself a favor. Just go to at Andy Cortez on Maximum Cortez. It's glorious. (laughs) They deserve it. (laughs) Google's uh, Stadia Pro subscription details. Stadia Pro is Google's subscription service that players can access as part of Stadia for deals on games, free games, and better streaming capabilities. While the Founders Edition comes bundled with three months of it and three months for another friend to subscribe with, it will normally cost $9.99 a month. Most notably, Stadia Pro will be required to play with up to 4K 60 frames per second, HDR, and 5.1 surround sound capabilities for your Stadia games. Stadia Base, available in 2020, will let you stream games only up to 1080p 60 frames per second, and that shit's free. In addition to the stream quality, Stadia Pro also gives access to exclusive discounts on games for purchase, as well as free games similar to Xbox Live or PlayStation Plus. They will be made available at a regular cadence. Those free games will be accessible so long as your Pro subscription is active, similar to PlayStation Plus's free games. Additionally, for a limited time, Stadia Pro will give players full access to Destiny 2, including the base game, all previously released add-ons, and the new expansion and annual pass. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you, the thing they were talking about, like uh, cross save with platforms, and at the bottom there's a little asterisk that said PlayStation still waiting approval. To be clear, they didn't say cross save. No, uh, it was transfer. You transfer, transfer, transfer your character. Tra- so Bungie just tweeted about ten minutes ago. Just announced on their stream on September seventeenth, cross save will become available on Destiny two across all platforms. Hmm. This is the future, guys. I keep saying it. It's like this is all happening. Call of Duty just knocked the walls down, and we're going to get to a place where that's a feature people expect. And if you don't have it, you're going to get you're fucking up, yeah, and you're (laughs) fucking up. And it's like you take all of that and then you add it to these streaming services. Man, I'm very excited for video. Gg's Bungie, Gg's Sony for allowing that to happen, man. Um, 
Let's see. Stadia Pro has all of the benefits of Stadia Base as well, which will be available, uh, which will be an available way to play next year. As previously mentioned, Stadia Base supports up to 1080p 60 with stereo sound. Players can purchase and indefinitely keep any games available via Stadia, Stadia Base, and therefore Stadia Pro will be available to play in a Chrome browser or on any computer or on a Pixel 3 and 3a phones with plans to expand to other phones over time. What phone you got? Pixel 3. Oh, you ready? Pixel yeah. 3XL. You ready for this? You know baby. it, baby. And yeah, and like the, when they announced that, the sort of possibilities just opened up to him. Because mm-hmm. I just thought, like, you know, playing on a Bluetooth controller here with my phone, if I were to get back into Destiny, which I likely won't, but it's still like that, that option is there. And the fact that the fact that base is free is still kind of shocking to me. Right. Because uh, that's something that I think has just crossed my mind because my mind immediately went to the price point for Pro mm-hmm. and what that entails and what the price is for the. One thirty dollars, one hundred thirty dollars, and nine ninety nine a month for pro, or whatever. But the fact that base is free is kind of really shocking to me. And, and I feel like it's I a lot of these little things. I overlooked the hell out of it. They yeah. make me feel like Google really kind of knocked this out of the park. I'm interested in the things that they didn't say and what they said. I loved the format of the the connect. Yeah. And I love the idea that we're gonna get a lot more of these. And I love that we're gonna get game announcements. Like we Baldur's Gate three was announced in this thing, right? Yeah. Um, Did you see the other game, the list of games? Yeah, I think. Okay, cool. Gotcha. Google has announced over 20 publishers and developer partners who will be putting their games on the Stadia platform. Here is the full list. Dragon Ball Xenoverse 2, Doom Eternal, Doom 2016, Rage 2, Elder Scrolls Online, Wolfenstein Youngblood, Destiny 2, Capcom's doing something. We don't know what yet. Get Packed, Grid, Metro Exodus, Thumper. Electronic Arts games that weren't announced yet. Farming Simulator 19, Baldur's Gate 3, Power Rangers Battle for the Grid, Rockstar Games that haven't been announced yet. Football Manager, Samurai Showdown, Final Fantasy 15, Tomb Raider Definitive Edition, Rise of the Tomb Raider, Shadow of the Tomb Raider, uh, NBA 2K, Borderlands 3, uh, a new game called Guilt from Tequila Works that we saw a trailer for, Mortal Kombat 11, Darksiders Genesis from THQ that was just announced today. And Assassin's Creed Odyssey, Just Dance, Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon Breakpoint, Tom Clancy's The Division 2, Trials Rising, and The Crew 2. Um, just Dance. Just Dance, dude. Is interesting to me. Yeah, I'm interested in that Where with like with mobile on? platforms and stuff. Well, I mean, not all of the Just Dance versions use cameras. Like the Switch version just uses the Joy-Cons or whatever. But how would they implement that? Because, I mean, that's a huge moneymaker for... <laughs> that's yeah. always, like, one of the top leading moneymakers for Ubisoft. Mm-hmm. Um, that's interesting. Um, wow, yeah, I'm I'm also kind of, like... I think it's really funny that we call it Doom 2016 now. I know. That's good, interesting. Good for, yeah. good for that. Yeah. Um, and then a quote from Ubisoft. Ubisoft is bringing several fantastic gaming worlds to Stadia at launch, and we cannot wait to see players experience them on this game-changing cloud technology, says Yves Guimau. In a statement provided to IGN, starting later this year, Stadia will bring players the possibility to share and enjoy even more memorable gaming moments wherever they choose to play. Uh, we got some more details on the Stadia controller. It'll be available as part of the Founders Edition in a limited edition color. Players can also purchase additional controllers for $69 each. Announced colors of the controller include just black, clearly white, and wasabi. I was not expecting wasabi as a color name. <laughs> yeah, because like when Google sort of first introduced this naming convention, it mm-hmm. was like the phones were called like barely pink and almost white, mm-hmm. and like that's what they were called. So wasabi just kind of threw me for a loop there. Um, do we know if Borderlands Three is going to be cross save? We don't, but I'm starting to feel yeah. like it's going to. 
Yeah, right? that's really interesting to see Borderlands 3 on this list because that's I, I'm less intrigued by... I mean, I think it's still really cool that Destiny is going to be cross-save, cross-play, all, all that fun stuff. Well, no, not cross-play. Cross-progression, cross-save, yeah. Yeah. Um, but the fact that you could switch between your PlayStation and your character will exist on Stadia and it'll exist on Xbox, all that's really intriguing. Uh, but Destiny is a little bit of an older game, right? I think Borderlands 3 is really interesting to me mm-hmm. to see if if Gearbox does go through with cross-save or cross-play or whatever. Uh, man, that's that's kind of huge. <laughs> it is now, but to be fair, let's think about what that would mean and what that would entail for you as a consumer. You'd have to get Borderlands 3 Different on, consoles, yeah. <laughs> on a console. Then you'd also have to buy it again using this Google Stadia. And then you have the options of using the free subscription, get 1080p and just be able to play on the go. Uh, or not on the, well, wherever the hell you are, right? Or you have to pay for the subscription. I imagine if you pay for the subscription, like they're talking about getting game deals, I imagine Google's going to be pretty aggressive about those deals. And I think that we, there'll be pretty significant discounts on newer games like Borderlands 3. Right. Um, so that, that definitely would help entice you to go for the pro, yeah. stick with the subscription model, because that's what they want, is for you to pay month after month, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but you don't have to do that. You could just invest one way or the other. There are a ton of people that could just buy it on Stadia, and then you just buy the video game. You no longer need to buy the console. You can buy a brand new game coming out, right? Borderlands 3, not needing to own any hardware, and play it for free, 1080p, if you're fine with that. Yeah. Right? But I do see Borderlands as the Destiny experience where if you do want Mm cross-play, what are the odds that all your friends are going to have it on Stadia as well? And see, that's that's great. You know, like, that's the, the even better thing is having friends. You know, yeah, the three-month trial. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Having friends is good, man. Having friends is good, but what by 2020, kind of but by 2020 it's like you won't even need to pay for it. Your yeah. friends will just have the ability to buy the game if they wanted to, and if you already had it on PlayStation. But if they have Xbox One and you have PlayStation, or you have a game that you're like, you know what, I'm interested in this, but like, I don't want to buy something for it, you can just get it on Stadia. You know? Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of uh, young, dumb kids out there, like it's I true. once was, where mm-hmm. I, you know, I bought Overwatch on every console. On PS4, Xbox, and PC. Young and it's dumb even, kids, Overwatch came out in 2016, and it's not even cross progression. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like, I, I mean, like dumb and so, like financially, like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you yeah. know, w- w- we will find a way, even though I was working part time or full time at Best Buy or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, you will find a way to buy the thing you want to play and play it as much as possible and wherever you can. And uh, yeah, this is just opening up sort of a whole new world. Don't you dare close your eyes, Tim. Yeah, I won't do it. I wasn't mm-hmm. planning on it, but especially now that you said that, good. yeah. Um, I thought, again, I thought they did a really good job with this presentation. I think this was a great kickoff to E3. Uh, I think that all eyes are on Microsoft right now, and I, I at this point I'm expecting them to knock it out of the park, and competition breeds excellence. I think that mm-hmm. there is going to be a uh, huge advantage right now for, for Xbox having Game Pass be a proven entity already and having this library of games that if they can make one enticing package that's not confusing, that people can understand um, you pay this one thing and you get access to all these games via the cloud. That's going to be a, a game changer, right? Yep. Um, but with that game pass, I don't ever see getting borderlands three when it comes out, right? No, they do have their first party titles day and date and that's huge. But again, that Microsoft needs to prove what those games are and why that's interesting. Uh, this E3. You know. Right, but you're—I mean, with the cloud, so the with the cloud, you wouldn't be able to buy Borderlands and play that over the cloud. Because I'm sure you would still have to buy it on Stadia. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure. Yeah, I guess that's a good point. 
It, um, it doesn't come with it for free or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Hmm. I'm, but I'm really see. This is the problem though. Is like I feel that the messaging is already convoluted, right? You need Xbox Live, then you need Game Pass, and then what's this cloud thing? Is it going to be a third yeah. thing or is it going to be Game Pass? Right? Um, they need to be very clear and concise about what the cloud system is and why their new hardware matters and why people should ideally want to use them in tandem, right? You know what would really help? Like a really nice chart like Bioware did with uh, Anthem. Yes, exactly. <laughs> EA That's going to make everyone very <laughs> yeah. happy. Yeah, yeah. But jokes aside, I feel like they need to be aware of that and not do that. It mm-hmm. needs to be this or this. Understand it, right? The Apple methodology mm-hmm. back in the day uh, with the iPods and iPhones. Like, I'm interested to see if any of this today has changed Microsoft's approach. I highly doubt it, man. I, I really feel like they're, they were would have been pretty locked in. Um with what they're doing. Presentation-wise. Yeah. Oh, no, I, I don't mean, like, pricing or, or oh, deliver. Okay. I mean, like, how we're going to get this message across. Gotcha. Was Google a little bit unclear here? Yes, maybe. How do we fix that? Yeah, you know? I mean, I feel like they, Google kind of set out, and I like how transparent they were going into this. If this is what you're going to get from this. Launch info, pricing, um, inter- inf- information on internet necessities, mm-hmm. and some game announcements. And they did all of that in a... Quick, clear package. I like good the, font. The good, good colors. Fonts, the, the bar that they showed, though, of like the internet speeds and what that means. That's clear. Yeah, you know, like that. They, and they weren't hiding anything. It's just like this is what you're gonna need. If you don't have it, it's not gonna be as reliable. If, if you go to their website, they have a speed test built. Yeah. Like, did you right do it there. here? Yeah. Uh, we had like, well, I mean, on my Wi-Fi on my PC, my Wi-Fi isn't very good, and we had like 180 down or something like that. It's good. Yeah, really, really 35 good. minimum, right? Yeah. For, the, the crazy stuff. Yeah, the interesting stuff. Uh, and again, I feel to me that Stadia isn't necessarily the exciting thing, but Stadia presenting itself the way that it is is exciting. Another outlet for us to get game announcements with Stadia Connect. More competition for cloud-based stuff. And I feel like all of this is pushing all of our favorite game developers to, to rethink video games in a way that is very consumer-focused on wanting cross-play, wanting cross-save, all those things. And... Um, Exciting times, man. Yeah. E3, baby, 2019. Uh, next story. <coughs> this also comes from IGN from Matt Perslow. Baldur's Gate 3 announced for PC and Stadia from the makers of Divinity Original Sin 2. Baldur's Gate 3 is real. Almost 20 years after the story of the original games concluded in the Throne of Ball expansion, we're finally revisiting one of the most important cities in the history of RPGs. And as if that weren't exciting enough, Baldur's Gate 3 is being developed for Google Stadia and PC by, by Larian Studios, the Belgian team responsible for the wildly ambitious Divinity Original Sin 2. While the game has been in production for some time now, Larian is not yet in a position to share very much, and what it can say is being kept vague. Quote, it's our biggest game ever, the studio CEO tells IGN. It's not what you expect it to be. It's going to be spectacular and grand. It's going to feature lots of tough decisions and memorable companions. It's going to be challenging. It's going to have a lot of systems. There will be a lot of stuff for you to explore and exploit. And you will be able to play in single and multiplayer. Very cool. I I really got to give Divinity a shot. I know Mm -hmm. it's not like my exact cup of tea, but I enjoy the setting uh, I'm not a huge. I, I know it's it's not necessarily like a real time game. There's a lot of like turn base. You go to each character and you pick a move set or whatever. Um, and I know the people that love Divinity are like hardcore about it. Mm-hmm. So obviously the you know it's a very good game and people are stoked for Baldur's Gate three coming from that same developer. I think this is really cool that it's also going to be on Stadia. I did not expect that at all. Yeah. We mentioned that in the 
when we reacted to it, where I, I just expected Baldur's Gate 3 to be, if it was going to happen, to be just a general, either at Xbox or maybe even the PC showcase or something like that. I didn't yeah. expect it with Stadia. And it's, so far at least, not Xbox, not PlayStation. Yeah, only so, PC. Yeah, yeah PC and, and Stadia, yeah. though, which uh, is a game changer. You mm-hmm. know, like, are, are we going to start seeing games that were typically PC exclusives now on Stadia because it's it's a console, but it's not, Yeah. You know? And that's really, and that's great for people who, you know, we always talk about, you know, the consumer market, the sort of general casual audience can go into Best Buy and buy a $300 Xbox or PlayStation or whatever, but it's a lot harder for the casual audience to try to build a $1,500 machine to run PC games, how to, you know, how to steadily alleviate all of that, you know, you you don't need a crazy computer anymore. Exactly. That's so cool. Um, let's see. What do we got here? Uh, Destiny 2 Shadowkeep is formally announced. This comes from Jesse Wade at IGN. Destiny 2's upcoming expansion is confirmed to be Shadowkeep, which was leaked earlier this week. The news was revealed during the Google Stadia presentation, along with the announcement that Destiny 2 will be one of the over 20 games available on Stadia at launch. Players will also be able to transfer the Destiny 2 character to Stadia from any platform. Uh, more details for Shadowkeep are going to be released during the live stream that's going on right now, so if you're a big Destiny fan, go watch that um, instead of this. If not, stay here. Yeah, Talk stay here. Is there anything that can get you back into Destiny? Did that Shadowkeep trailer do anything for you? I, I I feel like the thing that always brings me back to Destiny is the introduction of sort of a new beginning, mm-hmm. where uh, on Destiny 1, I was all in and then fell, slowly fell out once the first expansion sort of hit. What's up? Sorry, don't worry about it. Oh, sorry. It looked like you were going to be like, holy nope, shit, nope, breaking nope, news. Nope, okay. nope. Um, and then when Destiny 2 came out, I went back for that, but I didn't play any of the expansion in Destiny 1. I went back for Destiny 2 Forsaken, which is kind of another giant expansion that kind of uh, reimagines what the world of Destiny can be. And it's Mm -hmm. sort of like, I I always get sucked back in when it's a brand new beginning. I feel like I can go back to this because they announced at Shadowkeep, um, you can play it without having played any of the other expansions. Like it's its own standalone thing, which is Mm -hmm. really cool. And that to me shows that... Hey, all these people that have been grinding a whole lot, like you don't it's okay if you didn't do that. Hop right back in, you're good to go. And that's sort that's certainly enticing to me. For somebody who I like I love Destiny. I just I couldn't I played maybe fifty hours of it and I was like, all right, I'm good. Yeah. I don't need to keep doing this. This is kind of becoming a like a chore for me, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh I think I might jump back in with Shadowkeep, um, only because it does feel like this sort of brand new thing. And I do like that they are, uh, I feel like a lot of these decisions are because they're no longer with Activision. I feel like it's them saying, you know, hey, f- fuck all the other expansions. You don't need to worry about that. Yeah, this is yeah, sort yeah. of our new thing. Yeah. Where the other ones, you kind of, you needed to sort of have some prior Destiny experience. Mm-hmm. It's cool. Yeah, very cool What do you stuff. think Fran's thinking right now? I don't know. It's probably Fran a Drew, lot. Combination. Like, oh, well, I don't know about all this. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, I don't know, man. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of that, you know. God. Uh, Capcom updates its E3 plans. Monster Hunter World Iceborne uh, is kind of the, the big focus that they've been talking about for E3, and we know all that. But in a blog post, um, they say, before we start, I just want to remind you to keep your eyes peeled for more news and updates from us as we get closer to E3. As you'll see below, we're leaving some stuff out. It's really exciting stuff, but we can't share it just yet, so stay tuned. Uh, this wraps what... This wraps up what we can share for now, but like I said, stay tuned for updates in the coming days, especially on June 6th, which is today, Andy. 
That's real mysterious. So it's weird because that kind of hinted at, oh, something at Google. Right. Now, we saw the little the logo of Capcom. Capcom's going to be doing games for Stadia, uh, but no real announcement yet. So that news is yet to come. I wonder what... And we expect be, a tweet or a blog post? Probably, yeah. you know. Uh, June 6th, weird date, though. You know, so Capcom the last couple of years at E3 has had some bangers. We got a... Uh, Resident Evil 7 at a PlayStation conference. We got uh, Resident Evil 2 at a PlayStation conference. We got Devil May Cry 5 at the Xbox conference. So I'm I'm interested. I'm wondering if at Microsoft's conference we're going to see something of that level this year. I'm hoping. But I don't know. But the June 6th reveal, like there's just nowhere for the pomp and circumstance that one of those type of games would get. Right, yeah. It's got to be just like a remaster of something and not necessarily a level of a remake that we've seen with these more recent Resident Evils. Yeah. But it's interesting wording with the it's really exciting stuff. We when did that, when, when did this news come out? Uh 2 days ago. Oh, okay. Yeah. So cuz like what if it was supposed to be something in Stadia and like that's not there. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, dropping the June 6th date and saying really exciting stuff, it's like We'll Our see. logo is in there. Yeah. Like, <laughs> hey, it's exciting. <laughs> There's the news. Um, Playtonic is teasing its next game reveal tomorrow uh, on their what Twitter. The, what do they make? On their Twitter, it just says, be back tomorrow. But the B is like the buzzing B. Jerry Seinfeld. Yuka Laley. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Um, so we're, 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 we'll see. Yuka Tuka Laley. God damn it. But why do they have a B? I don't know. Did you play ukulele, Barrett? Enough to know about the B. What's the buzz? What's the word? The B was the villain. Hmm. Oh, right. That little, yeah. It was he's like a really business ugly B, looking. A business B. Yeah, yeah. He had a lawyer. B. He was a lawyer. I, I wish ukulele was better. Yeah, me too. I, I played it for like an hour and I'm like, I don't like this. Yeah. It's pretty. That's the one thing that I noticed of it. I, I, um, my, my my ex-girlfriend was playing it kind of extensively. I was like, man, this just doesn't look like it. The, the gameplay aged at all. It doesn't yeah. look very good. But I liked the. I thought the world was nice and colorful my, my and bright. My best experience with that game was playing it at PSX 2016, I believe. The one where Last of Us 2 got announced. And I played it on the show floor there. And it was like such a cool like just playing it for like 10 minutes uh it felt like christmas morning like get, getting like a, ca- a a game when you're a kid yeah but then having the full experience i was like oh man and then grandma like you know shit in the like in the christmas tree and you're like yeah oh, yeah man. grandma hate it when she does that Not again mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway exciting news for for people that were fans of ukulele i feel like a sequel can only be better like i feel like they they, yeah. they would have learned from the mistakes made from the first one yeah so. if it's a sequel and i'm excited if it's even a different ip if they want to go down that road i'm excited do you think they're well. gonna call it ukulele? that'd be i'd, I'd be into it i'd be yeah. into it hmm. you heard it here first probably not i'm sure wow, someone breaking else made that joke first breaking uh, news yeah um and then the final news story of the day uh thq nordic game reveals are going to be happening in the next couple of days uh la- yesterday we got the spongebob paddle for bikini bottom rehydrated announcement um and then today so that was at 7 a.m yesterday today and tomorrow we I were did a really crazy job get, predicting that yeah that was the, yeah, uh, i was proud of you um, but today and tomorrow it was supposed to be at 11 a.m <laughs> that we're getting uh the the new game announcements from them but something must have happened because game number two did leak or did was announced earlier and that game is Dark Siders Genesis. They say it is not a sequel, it is a spin-off. THQ Nordic and Airship Syndicate have announced Dark Siders Genesis, a spin-off of the mainline Dark Siders series. It will be released later this year for PS4, Xbox One, Nintendo Switch, PC, and Google Stadia. 
No pre-order information is available just yet. Genesis is a top-down action RPG in the vein of Diablo in which you'll dungeon crawl your way to victory, killing monsters and collecting loot. That sounds awesome. Like, I am totally down for a reimagining of the franchise. I have never really had much interest in uh, Darksiders. I know Alana Pierce is, you know, getting all excited over there about this uh, about this new game announcement. I'm stoked that it is a totally different, hey, well, you know, what you liked about Diablo, we're trying to do that in this world. Mm-hmm. Now, how well does Darksiders sell to, to sort of... Uh, it's THQ Nordic, man. Yeah, you know what like, I mean. I, what, I'm hoping. I I don't know. Like I feel like they they understand. Like they're their sticking right with now. this I mean, franchise. They're sticking man. with it, and they're just gonna like keep putting different games out. The fact that we got one more game reveal tomorrow. What could it be? Time splitters. Please be time splitters. No, it's That's gonna be. Uh, it's gonna be the what's that other fucking game that was Red Faction. Yeah, uh, is it, yeah, because there's Red Fat. There have been major Red Faction rumors and possible leaks recently. Yeah. No, was there's, that, there's was another, that confirmed at some point. There's another silly ass game that that uh, THQ Nordic, Nordic but I don't think they'd save it for the little pausing. What, what was it? I can't even think of the name. Fifty, 50, 50 Cent. No, uh, 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 Aliens. The, the Aliens. Uh, oh, uh, Destroy All Humans. Destroy All Humans. Uh, that's yeah. another major uh, rumor that's been going around a lot. Give but me Time I, Splitters Collection or give me Death. I, don't, I feel like they wouldn't save the final one to be. Destroy, destroy all humans. humans, but I don't know. That game kind of has like this weird I cult think following. I think awesome. all. I think the first two, like a like, yeah. I think following up uh, SpongeBob with uh, Dark Darksiders. Siders. I don't, like. I feel like both of them have cult following. So I sure. feel like that. It would end, fit. It would fit. Yeah, it, it would fit yeah. this theme of like, hey, here are these cool small games that they have, didn't like, sell super well, but yeah. <laughs> but they've I mean, got hardcore audiences. Humans sold well enough for them to make like four of those fucking games. You but know? then again, this is Thick Nordic, you know, all, like Thick Nordic, no holds barred, God dude. I love you, you so know? much. Um, this is a, a little update to the Destiny story earlier. Jason Schreier says, yesterday I reported that Destiny Two cross save on PS4 was quote up in the air. That's because it was. Bungie met with Sony yesterday in a last minute attempt to get them on board and much to everyone's delight they pulled it off wow, wow. that's awesome i would that's have loved to have been wild. in that room dude do you it's think like, they like pop champagne fine. at the end <laughs> yeah definitely yeah they were so stoked man. or did they just like yeah we'll do it like all right cool all right. Yeah. Later. That's, that's 100% how the meeting went. <laughs> yeah. Like, but I wanted we, to be a party. It wasn't a party. I want them to be like, woo! Yeah, confetti doing, pops. You like, know? Sony isn't doing this because they want to. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're so just giving like, in. Sony just went in and was like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, whatever. And it's like, We have to yeah. sell these Bravias. <laughs> I don't even know they make I don't think they make that anymore. <laughs> oh, man. Do they still make it? I don't know. It was so long ago, Andy. Sony Bravia. Sony Bravias. But if I want to know what games were coming to Mom and Grop Shops today, where would I look? I'm going to do this off the top of my head. The official list of upcoming... Fuck, no. I already screwed it up. <laughs> the official list of upcoming software across each and every platform as listed by the Kind of Funny Games Daily show hosts each and every weekday. Slay the Spire. Fuck you, on Switch, Phantom Doctrine on Switch, Toki on Xbox One, PS4, Toki, Toki. and PC. That's my uh, Jared Petty. Hugh on Switch, MotoGP 19 on PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. Uh, Jared Petty was watching us on the stream. He texted oh, yeah? me an image of, yeah? of us. Yeah. Uh, Journey on PC. Didn't didn't realize that. That's cool. If you haven't played Journey, play Journey. Have you played Journey? I haven't played Journey. Play Journey. No. Two hours, man. Two hours? Yeah, yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, I but hate like, you. <laughs> <laughs> How are you gonna turn from like you were so stoked and then he was like, ah, you I just Nick Scarpino? That's such a Nick Scarpino move. I was I, what I was gonna say was like, I don't know, man. I can get through like the first two thirds of Fellowship of the Ring. Oh, <laughs> that's that's funny. That's funny. Uh, Ward Wheel by Polgi on Switch. Summer sports games on Switch. Gourmet on PC. Dungeon Munchies on PC and Mac. Lizer on PC and Spells Word Cards Origins. A strong day. On PC. <laughs> strong day. Really bringing the hits here. Oh, God. I will, say, I will say that immediately off the top of my head, seeing Summer Sports, whatever the fuck it's called on Switch, that sounds like a party mode game. Oh, yeah. That sounds like sports matching. Yeah, sort yeah, of yeah. Multiplayer. Just disaster. Thing. Yeah. Um, deals of the day, Xbox deals unlocked sale, deals on Xbox One X, Xbox One S, controllers, and big games. They're all there. Um, so you can go to the Xbox store and see what's up. There's a whole bunch of deals. The Xbox One X is up to $160 off. Xbox One S bundles are up to $100 off. Fortnite's involved. It's purple. There's a lot of stuff. It's such a nice purple. It is, man. But imagine that if it had neon gradient. teal and pink somewhere on it. Oh, man. With that shade. That would do something to me. Yeah. That would do something real nice to me. Um, but before we find out what it'll do to me, I want to <laughs> let you know that this episode is brought to you by Hims. Nick and Andy noticed their thinning hair and decided to do something about it. They went to 4 a one-stop shop for hair loss, skin care, and sexual wellness for men. 66% of men lose their hair by age 35. The thing is, when you start to notice hair loss, it's too, too late. late. It's easier to keep the hair you have than to replace the hair you've lost. Thanks to science, baldness can be optional. Hims connects you with real doctors and medical-grade solutions to treat hair loss. Well-known generic equivalents to name-brand prescriptions to help you keep your hair. There's no snake oil pills or gas station counter supplements. These are prescription solutions backed. Once again, by science. By science. Uh, there's no waiting room, no awkward in-person doctor visits. You can save hours by going to 4 You answer a few quick questions. The doctor will review and prescribe you products that are shipped directly to your door. Was it that easy, Andy? Yes, it was super easy. You just take selfies. That's all I did. Mm-hmm. I went to the mirror, and I like took a photo of the mirror, took a photo of different things, sent it in. Looking back at Within it. Within a day, you got an email from the dude who was like, hey, here's what I recommend, blah, blah, blah. Super easy. Doctor. Get a trial month of That's him for just $5 today right now while supplies last. See website for full details and safety information. This would cost hundreds if you went to the doctor or pharmacy. Go to 4 slash games daily. That's F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash games daily one more time for hims.com slash games daily yes and oh oh baby shout out to omaha steaks y'all know how much greg loves omaha steaks don't you he ordered his dad it for father's day a couple years back and it's just been a, a ping pong back and forth of them ordering it for each other for every so occasion steaks. when is we he gonna sh- cook here for us kevin go cook for us please kevin i don't know how to do anything i don't know how if you're looking for an easy, affordable way to stock up for summer grilling as well as a great gift, you should be thinking about Omaha Steaks. Omaha Steaks is America's original butcher, making special occasions easier since 1917. Right now, Omaha Steaks is given a limited time Father's Day offer to our listeners. Go to omahasteaks.com and enter code KFGAMES in the search bar for 74% off the Father's Day steak. Fixed gift package. That's a $235 value now for only $59.99. They couldn't go the extra percentage? To get it to 75? Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm so, like that percentage is ridiculous. That's a huge amount. That's a All big right. number. So much meat. Yeah. How much meat? Let me tell you, Kevin. Kevin was trying to give it away. We had so much in here. Two tender filet mignons. Two bold top sirloins. Two savory pork chops. Four Omaha steak burgers. Four massive gourmet jumbo franks. Four crispy chicken fried steaks. All beef meatballs. Four, four premium chicken breasts. Four caramel apple tartlets. Oh, the apple tartlets, Kevin. Kevin made those good a couple Lord. days ago. They're <laughs> this ridiculous. This place smelled so good. They're so good. Uh, so packet good. of Omaha steaks signature. Seasoning and you'll get four extra Omaha Steaks burgers for free. Omaha Steaks delivers 100% guaranteed world-class steaks, burgers, franks, and more. Order with confidence from America's original butcher. All meat is USDA inspected for quality and exceeds standards. Hand-trimmed, flash-frozen, and vacuum sealed online support with recipes wine pairings and so much more again order now and you can get this exclusive omaha steaks father's day steak fix package valued valued at 235 dollars for just 59.99 or just go to omahasteaks.com and type code kf games into the search bar don't wait this offer ends soon go to omahasteaks.com type kf games in the search bar to get the father's day steak fix package god i wish nick red like you Dick, right? <laughs> what does that mean? Uh, his hey, adderides. Hey, 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 hey. Well, Kevin's saying A because right, Kevin's right, adderides also are kind of. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I feel like Andy would read it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, well. you feel like a lot of shit. Remember? <laughs> <laughs> There's so many times when Nick is doing an adderide where I like I struggle. I'm like, and I was I'm looking at chat and chat's like oof. <laughs> 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 uh, every once in a while, I feel like I struggle. Whenever I'm on my second coffee my mouth starts to get mushy. Yeah, you get excited. Like it just did right there. And it's just like everything starts to blur together. You know, and it's especially hard for me right now. I haven't brought attention to it yet today. But my eye situation, ladies and gentlemen, for the update. Oh, it got real bad. (laughs) (laughs) For anybody that saw um, the Pokemon press conference, or the Pokemon Direct live reactions that we did yesterday, which you can watch now on YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games, I was a mess. And my left eye, I could like barely open it. And it was just crying. And it was red. And it was disgusting. And I was scared because it hurt. And it was throbbing. So I went to the eye doctor yesterday. And they told me that I ripped my cell membrane (laughs) off my eye. And uh, they gave me this thing that's eye glue. I can show you it. What? Mm-hmm. I just spit it everywhere. Here it is. It's a little eye glue. Eye glue? Yeah. That I got to keep putting it on for the next six days. That's why I'm wearing glasses right now. But fun fact for you, Andy. What's these up? glasses, 10 years old. Totally not my prescription. Everything seems off, oh. and I have a horrible headache for it. <laughs> so thank you guys for uh, staying with me in these troubling yeah. times. Um, let me see. I want to do some reader mail, dude. All right, let's do it. You know, but I want some good stuff. So I'm going to scroll down here. James Davis. Well, hold on. Real quick, whenever you all do the, yeah, and then Barrett does like the lower octave or Kevin like the, yeah, it sounds like, two and a half men. Yeah, it reminds you two and a half men. It's good. James Davis writes in and says, specifically on the go, how will you use Stadia, if at all? Will you bring the Chromecast with you to connect to a hotel TV or play on one of your mobile devices? I just became a Stadia founder. As an Android developer, I tend to have blind confidence in Google. Here's hoping they don't let me down. Keep up the great work. Love you. Bye. I think this is, again, huge for... You gotta paste that somewhere. You gotta paste it? The name of the thing. Oh. Oh. Um... Again, I think this is huge for Destiny fans, mm-hmm. uh, especially because I remember back in the day when I was hardcore into Destiny and you had to see what Zer was selling. Mm-hmm. And I would remote play 
because uh, you know remote play is really slow and it's not super great, right? Yeah. But I would use that so that I could just go see what Zura is selling and buy whatever I needed to. Mm-hmm. I wasn't really going into gameplay and shooting stuff because the there was a lot of input lag. But I feel like this is going to be great for the people that either you know maybe they're at grandma's house for the weekend or they're out of town for a week or something like that if you have a decent connection mm-hmm. you can go do some dailies and see what the daily quest is or the weekly whatever the fuck um i feel like that's what it's going to be used for the most mm-hmm. i don't necessarily know how often it'll be played it after a year goes by, I'd like to see what the percentage of like what games are being played on it. Because yeah. I feel like it's going to be the Division and Destiny are going to be right up near the top. Mm-hmm. And everything else is kind of just going to be smattered in there. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. I, I've taken to taking one of my Chromecast Ultras with me when I go to, to longer trips because I, I don't trust that hotel TVs are going to have all the things that I want. Right. Yeah. And it's really simple to just plug it in. And then all of a sudden you have Netflix, you have YouTube, you have whatever you want. You, you, can, all, you can just are watch. Are you logged it. into everything when you like plug it in, or do you have to then re-log into all your like accounts? You, you have to re-log in, but if you're using your your phone for yeah. the Chromecast, it's logged in on your phone. So oh, then tight. you just kind of like tight. cast tight. it, and then you're great. You're good to go. Google man. So it's like Android. For me, I have- Taking that, yep. adding video games to it, it's like that's just a cool, easy thing. And the Chromecast things is tiny little, yeah, six centimeter. That's what they said, but I don't think that's right. <laughs> I mean, the yeah, amount of the amount of times that I've been somewhere and just and I've I've had a, access to a really nice ultrabook, mm-hmm. ultra thin computer, or an iPad or or just any sort of tablet. Obviously, iOS uh, isn't really confirmed yet, right? Well, I guess if you have a Chrome browser, yeah. On iOS. See, that's the thing is like there's a yeah. lot of weird phrasing on this stuff because like we don't know what the native app would look like compared to what it's going to be on the Google things. But I think they're smart for having a slower slower rollout. You yeah. Know? I think it is really neat, though, that, you know, I've always looked at these devices and why can't I use this as an external monitor? Yep. If I take my, my Switch with me and I have my Switch dock or if I take my Xbox with me, why can't I use these devices as like a video mm-hmm. out instead of a video in or whatever? And I, the fact that you could just sort of play games on these devices with a Bluetooth controller, I think, is really huge. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, we just got the announcement at the the Apple conference earlier this week that there's now going to be native support for iPads mm-hmm. as a second monitor for, for Macs only right now. Yeah. I can't wait for that to be on uh, Windows as well. But, like, we're moving towards a beautiful future. Yeah. Maybe. Like, it's, it's really, really cool. There's yeah. the apps that allow that now that I've been using for, like, many Duet years. and stuff. But they're, yeah. they're never, like, perfect. Like, You're right. They're always, not. They're, there's... It's always third very, parties very kind slight. of imperfectly doing it, but if yeah. if the first party manufacturer gets behind it mm-hmm. and puts their resources towards something that cool, I think yeah, it'll be like that one ending in Mass Effect Three where it's like we all just become one with machines. Yeah. I love you, goddamn, so ending? much. Nanobiologist writes in right. and says, "Did the Stadia <laughs> get you? The ten dollars a month price is interesting, but I think it would get me." more if they gave a cheaper annual subscription like Xbox and PlayStation do. That plus buying games seems odd, but I guess we already do it anyways. What a, what about this may pull you to play it everywhere other than your Switch or playing it at home instead of your PlayStation or Xbox? Well, I mean, you got the other subscription. It's free. It's not yet. But, yeah. But next year, you can't get much cheaper than free. I feel like it'll be one of those things where if I... Like for me, not it hasn't really gotten me yet, and I, and mostly because I don't go anywhere. <laughs> like I don't really like, mm-hmm. you know. N- I'll just be at my apartment like for days on end if I can, mm-hmm. and so I'm not really traveling a whole lot. But for somebody that is traveling, uh, it's something that I 
would recommend just looking into because it is free. And if you are a hardcore Destiny, I wonder if they're gonna. Oh, a Destiny comes with the pro with the pro version, pro, pro yeah. subscription. Hmm. Because I think it'd be really neat if they let just the free people try out Destiny first mm-hmm. and see how it works and whether it's worth their time and whether it's worth something investing in. I mean, you say that, but that's ten dollars, dude. Like, it's a $10 try to see if it's for you if you want to play Destiny. Otherwise, it's free. Oh, but no, but Destiny... Oh, Destiny comes with a $10 thing. Yeah. I thought it only came with a $129 no, thing. No, 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 no. It comes Got with it. a $10 That's thing, right, which, that's right. Which, again, to me, I think this is just the beginning. Like, I think that them saying Destiny is like, that's showing the the caliber of game that is going to be with the subscription, uh, right, that you get. And, like, I feel like there's going to be additional games yeah. going forward with that. Um, but why wouldn't there be demos? Like, can you imagine... If if a game wanted, it could let you play the first hour. I mean, I'm sure there will be. you out afterwards. Yeah. So I'm I mean, saying, like, if there's free demos, yeah, like I'm this could also sure open, try the, that. open the door for a lot of like people to try games they otherwise wouldn't have mm-hmm. and decide to buy them on the fly, just in a browser. Yeah, because like you don't have to do anything except for hit play, right? You don't have right. to download it. You don't have to install it. It just. Yeah. That's really exciting. Yeah, even on Project Stream, it was literally just you have a Chrome browser, yeah. you're on the URL, and you hit play, and bam, you're in the game. It's really kind of mind-blowing. Yeah. Um, I'm with you in the sense of, like, I'm mostly at home when I'm playing these games, and, like, I, if I want to play a big third-party title, I'm going to want to play it on my TV in 4K, on my Xbox One X, like, all of that. This, to me, really feels like, okay, I have my desktop, right? And that's where I like to do my, my work and my emails and my video editing and all of that. But then I also have my iPad that I take with me uh, when I travel sometimes. And I'm like, it does most of the things fine. It's not my ideal way to do it, but I would much rather just have this than having to lug everything else around. And it is convenient enough that I can get the things I need to get done, done. And at the end of the day, good enough is good enough. Right. And I think that that to me is this. The moral of the story is I'm not going to invest in this over my Xbox or PlayStation or Switch. It is an addition to. Yeah. And if I do... If I'm in Florida for a week and I have a bunch of free time, I'm like, oh, man, it'd be real cool if I got to play Shadow of the Tomb Raider or whatever game that I missed. And like think of newer games that are coming out, right? Like um, games that I don't necessarily need to to have all of the the best tech, even though they're saying it's going to be that way. Yeah. It's so intriguing. Man. Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> I just hope they keep pushing each other, man. Like, yeah. Let's go. Because like, here's my thing. Cool. This is what Google's doing. What does that mean for Xbox? We'll find out in a couple of days. What does that mean for PlayStation eventually? Yeah, oh, that's so exciting. Like, <laughs> ah, love it. Video uh, games are cool, man. Video games are cool. Let's see. Uh, P- Parker Petrov writes in and says, Hey, KFGD crew, just want to let you know about this deal of the day. You can get NBA 2K19 for $3. What the fuck? <laughs> on Xbox right now. 2K19? Yeah, that's well, that's a pretty good deal. I guess they're in the finals. Season's over. Is, looks like insane. the uh, looks like the Raptors are going to beat the Warriors, Tim. Mm-hmm. Wow. Unless unless everybody gets healthy. Do you really think so? I mean, everybody's hurt, dude. Like what? it's only Steph. Yesterday it was just only Steph. Wow. And then there was a bunch of memes of like LeBron being like, "Yeah, it sucks, right?" When you're the only guy on the team, <laughs> like Kevin Durant hurt, Clay Thompson hurt, yeah. and Draymond Green. It's like God, he's as inept as I am on offense. Anyway. Wow. Wow, Paul's alive, man. Yeah. Arvel writes in, says, Hi, guys, another Stadia question. With the all-digital storefront of Stadia, what do you think about the longevity of the service? Do you think it may last 5, 10, or 20 years, especially with the fact that games have been bought may vanish once Google would end the service? 
Hmm. I mean, that's just, that's such a weird kind of amorphous mercurial question. <laughs> wow. See, here's my thing. Google has a track record of putting out products that eventually die in a couple of years. They also have a track record of putting out products that last for decades. Yeah. Right. Which one will this be? I don't know. I think it's easy to look at it as, uh, you know, predicting a failure. But I also think that it's really cool that we're about to get a bunch of game announcements where we get the game and then it's like it's on PlayStation, Xbox, Switch, and Google Stadia. Like yeah. this is being seen as a real oh, yeah. console, right? And it's because they have the money to back it. Like mm-hmm. I, I think when we see, you know, products like uh, Google Plus fail, like there's no other real manufacturer uh, aside from like. You know, you'd go to like, <laughs> you go to like certain local stores or stuff, and they'd be like, "Find us on Twitter and Facebook and Google Plus or whatever." But these yeah. are like giant corporations that Google is saying, "Hey, trust us with this. We mm-hmm. are huge, and we have a lot of money to toss at whatever the hell you think is cool." Mm-hmm. Uh, it's interesting, man. It's interesting. I, I have no idea. I have yeah. no idea. I feel like this has definitely been the most. I cannot give you a straight answer because Google Plus, I could have told you it was going to fail. Like I just had a feeling mm-hmm. when it, so long ago. When it, yeah, when it was first announced, I just you know you had a feeling, right? Um, but Google has announced a lot. Of, as an Android user, Kevin and I are sort of introduced to a lot of different apps that are supposed to be the new thing they that don't away. that don't become they the new away. thing. Yeah, <laughs> and that's I feel like that's super common. Also, I feel like we get apps that are like I like and it's working totally fine. And it turns out no one else is using it. Yeah. And they just delete it. Like Hangouts, yeah. back when they had SMS integrated, I really liked it. it I love the Kevin. One platform where I could text and use like Hangouts, the, the like, which is like an instant messenger, together at the same time. I could go over to my computer and there would be my text. And then they forced the separate. It's just one of these where we're like, yeah, we're killing it. It's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. And, and that happened with uh, with Inbox as well. Like, they had Gmail and then they had Inbox. Inbox was their other product. Well, Inbox, yeah. to me, always just seemed like a fancy skin on, on Gmail. Yeah. People I don't know. People liked it, though, but not enough people. Yeah. 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 And, I, you know, I think it's a little too early to tell with this. I feel good about it lasting uh, at least for a while. And I feel like the end of the day, this is going to be good news for the industry as a whole. And I think it's going to push everybody to, you know, towards a future that I'm looking forward to for video games and just more options to be able to play things in different they ways. They seem extremely committed. And I think, you know, if you are extremely committed and you have a lot of money and resources, mm-hmm. then it's it should be set up to be some sort of success. I won't say, like, it's going to kill Sony or Microsoft, but I think it'll definitely do do well enough to last. Yeah. Um, time for your wrong. Let's see what we got wrong during this beautiful episode of the show. Error can't be shown, says uh, Tim City couldn't remember the name of the company Netflix tried to split their business into. It was called Quickster with a Q. Wow. Do you remember wow. this? No, I don't. Yeah. And it would have been DVD by mail service with while Netflix would be the streaming. Okay, so I got it backwards. I'm picturing Q-W-I-K. Is that how it was yep. called? Q-W- Shut the fuck up, bro. Q-W-I-K-S-T-E-R. Wow, yeah. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. And everyone got <laughs> really upset about it. They're like, no, Netflix is our thing. Uh, and then now here we are. <laughs> R.I.P. Quickster. Although I guess, no, whatever. Well, <laughs> is Netflix still doing discs? Yeah, it is. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, it's my mind, guys. Mind-blowing shit. Charles I don't think you can get 4K, though, discs. Anyway. 
Charles J says, I think you missed one Destiny 2 detail. The base game and year one content will go free to play and repackaged as Destiny 2 New Light. Oh, yeah. That is another thing I heard. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. That's definitely really neat. I, w- I wonder what their what their monetization is going to be. I, gu- I guess just all the little... Yeah, I don't know. Oh, Nick. Oh, big oh, dog. Oh, wow, yeah. Is that dude. the same you drinking No, it's a new one. No, I had two. Okay. Yeah. I'm, fr- I'm afraid for you. <laughs> Why? You Why? That stuff doesn't last Nick, very What are you doing? Get off the show. Oh. <laughs> 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 We're not just hanging out. <laughs> uh, let's see. For out today, nanobiologist writes in and says, uh, Full Metal f- f- Furies. Not furries. <laughs> furies. Banner Saga 2 and Super Hot are now on Xbox Game Pass. Oh, That's wow. Cool. Um, Game Pass killing it, man. Outer Wilds, dude. Play Outer Wilds. It's free on Game Pass. Go fucking play it. It's really good. Game Pass. How much is Game Pass a month? Uh, Ten bucks a month? Uh, no, thank you. It's great. It's a good game, dude. And then uh, Miss Deal of the Weekend. Larian Studios has a Steam sale this weekend. Divinity Original Sin 2 is $27. Right now, pick it up before Baldur's Gate 3 from the same team. This comes from Borzin00. Thank you, Borzin00. Thank you, man. Killing the game. All right, guys. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. E3 press conference one. Done. God, I'm so excited. I know, man. Oh, this, this weekend, baby. It's, it's here, it's, dude. It's, it's here. It's here. <laughs> I'm so excited to just learn about video games, be stoked, and eat pizza, dude, man. Dude, the craziest thing is we're getting Microsoft first. Yeah. Like, our next conference up is Microsoft. That's so tight. Like, their biggest conference of all time. Yeah, like, yeah, they yeah. have shit to prove, and they're... Yeah. Woo! Really stoked. All right. Until next time. I love you. We're supposed to do the handshake.